Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Almost 800,000 people have signed a petition for Caroline's Law to become a reality in the United Kingdom. Addressed to the House of Parliament and Secretary of State for Media, Oliver Dowden, this suggested law would make it a criminal offence, not dissimilar to corporate manslaughter, for the British media to knowingly and relentlessly bully a person, whether they be in the public eye or not, up to the point that they can take their own life. But what about social media? What part did online trolls have to play in Caroline's death. I'm joined by Limerick blogger and influencer Neve Webb O'Rourke to chat about what it's like to be in the spotlight and to talk about the good and the bad sides of social media. Good morning to you, Neve. Hi, how are you? Very welcome. I'm good. Neve, would it be safe to say that you live most of your professional life online? Um, yeah, I would say most of my professional life is lived online. It is a 24-hour industry, so from the minute I get up in the morning till when I go to sleep at night, I have to consider my online persona, if that makes sense. Okay, and you're interacting with people online yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. like so- you have 24-hour access to your followers, so they can contact you whenever they please. Um, it's just whether you respond or not, I suppose. it's. So with that in mind, yeah. you know, I'm just wondering what your own reaction was to what has happened in the media over the last week, the criticisms over um, how the media portrayed Caroline Flack and also the the online trolling of her as well uh, in the wake of her charge, I suppose, or her original arrest. Yeah, um, I think it was a combination of things, to be honest. I do think online trolling was the tipping point of it all. Um, I suppose it's a 24-hour access, like I said previously, so she had no escape from it. People could troll her whenever they pleased and she couldn't ignore it. Um, it is straight to your phone, so it is direct access to um, an individual. I do think that, though, like traditional media, in terms of like certain papers... Um, more spurred this on more than anything else and I think online trolls kind of hopped on the bandwagon more than anything else um so there's a lot I think there's a lot to it but I do think it's absolutely devastating that this is the only way out she saw we're going to listen now because Live 95's Rebecca Sullivan sat down with another Limerick influencer, Chloe Walsh. Yeah. I believe you know her well, yeah, um, from Balanisi and she asked her what her reaction to the news of Caroline's death was. It's it's absolutely horrendous. Like, first off, I do not condone violence in any shape or form, be it man or woman. But that poor girl was going to be dragged through the courts. She was going to have to live through that burden, that guilt of knowing that she made a terrible mistake. But she, so she just did not deserve the level of abuse she got. It's because she was in the public eye that that's what happened. Unfortunately, when you are in that public eye, you are vulnerable and you do open yourself up to things um, like that, that negative. But she got, oh, it, it was not deserving. It wasn't. It really wasn't. And um, even her friend, uh, her friend Stephanie Davis, she had come out and did a video. I saw that video. Yeah, very, very powerful. Like, oh, it was, it was so, you could just feel it was so... It was, was emotional and raw. So, yeah. She just said, anyone watching this, tell me you've never made a show of yourself. Tell me you've never woken up and thought, what have I done? Tell me you've never made a mistake. And it was just so true, like as in we all make mistakes and I know her, the mistake that she had made was terrible, but like... It was horrendous, the abuse she got. And even just coming back to Stephanie Davis there, she um, had shared on her social media, I saw, and I've actually shared it on mine there this morning, of Caroline's Law. 
So she's, they're basically saying that um, it would be a criminal offence for the British media to knowingly and relentlessly bully a person, whether they be in the public eye or not, up to the point that they take their own life. So it's basically the same as manslaughter. Like they're going out of their way to bully someone, to torment someone to a point that unfortunately Caroline was at. And oh, I, I hope it really does pass. I signed the petition myself like. Were you aware of that petition as well, Neil? Yeah, I had. I've watched Stephanie's video myself. It was very raw and it was very, it was very upsetting to watch. Um, you could see the genuine hurt and despair of her, and I suppose what other people were feeling. Um, Caroline was at the pinnacle of her, her career. Like she couldn't have gotten bigger than what she was at the moment. The the only thing I will say right, yeah. about this that I suppose bothers me a small bit. Mm-hmm. Caroline Flack would not have been anywhere near as famous as she was if it weren't for red top newspapers. Oh, 100%. I mean, and, you know, the world that you live in, yeah. that influencers live in, that people in celebrity live in, mm-hmm. is largely supported by the tabloid media. And it's because people want this escapism. They want they want to have some kind of window on a different life yeah. so that, that takes them away from the fact Reality. that they don't like their job or that yeah. they have to face traffic jams every day and they have to pay bills and their kids got the chicken pox and stuff. Yeah. So they want to look at um, celebrity relationships breaking mm-hmm. up, um, people's broken hearts, them getting cellulite, them <laughs> losing weight, them all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's pure escapism. And People make a lot of money out of that. 100%. So, like, where, I suppose, where is the balance? Because there's a lot of criticism, and I'm not saying that it's right to tear people down yeah. in this way, but I just don't really understand how we can continue to have uh, a celebrity world and also tell all the tabloid um, and gossip magazines, you need to close down what you're doing. Stop doing it, all of that, because... It wouldn't exist. Mm. The two are sort of they like work hand in hand. Each other. Yeah, um, I think it's more the extremity of it all. It, it, like say Caroline's life. At, at one end, she was so popular. She was at the front of every paper for being such a, uh, an amazing presenter for Love Island, and she was doing so well. But then at the other end, she was absolutely destroyed for. And within twenty four hours, her whole life was ruined. And I suppose it's. The way I see it is behind all these traditional medias and these social media accounts, there it's actually people. And I think you can blame all these people, papers. And to a degree, I do blame them because I do think they are they were relentless. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, behind all these social media accounts, all these pe- papers, there are people. And I think people, I think personally, our generation have lost um, an amount of empathy more than anything else. They forget that these people are... They could be their friends. They could be their sisters. Yeah. They forget that they actually have lives and these everything they say, your words have power. Okay, well, Chloe also spoke to Rebecca about how she deals with online trolls. So let's take a listen to what she had to say about that. Well, unfortunately, like for everybody, like and even my friends in the industry as well, like they would unfortunately experience that. Um, there is really, really extremes now where I just think is like horrendous. Like a a few of my friends have like gotten horrendous messages, um, like awful. Kind of like one of my friends, it's even awful to even think about. Like she was told, are you going to drink bleach anytime soon? And it was, I know, yeah, (laughs) my face was the exact same. But like, like I'm glad I haven't gotten anything like that. But I suppose my friends have kind of developed that kind of wall of strength now from dealing with it. And I myself, like you, you would get the odd message, but 
I was actually at a social mind there a couple of weeks back in Dublin and I was just talking about the same thing that we're talking about today and I always just said to never ever feed back negativity with negativity because it's literally fighting fire with fire and I also think from if that person is going out of their way to send that message they could be going through their own things so I just I'd never do it I'd delete the message and just be done with it and I'd go about my day because I suppose you just have to remember that it's your friends and family who know you truly as a person so just ignore it is what I always say because you don't know what those people are going through as well I'm not saying it's right but you you really just don't so any anybody who I come in contact with just delete the message ignore that's all that's the way I deal with it that's Chloe Walsh there Balanisi influencer speaking to Live 95's Rebecca Sullivan Niamh have you had negative comments? Um, I have to, I've been doing this for about five years now and I have to say when I first started <laughs> online life wasn't as predominant as it is now I am very fortunate that I have to say I haven't actually received much online hate but I think it's because I don't put my personal life out there I have my online persona but people don't know that I have a full-time job that I have another life separate online and that's why I think I haven't thankfully and I'm extremely extremely grateful that I haven't um but I'm very honest as well with my followers I don't try to pull the wool over their eyes I, d- I feel like I don't give them a reason to spur hatred onto me so I am very lucky I haven't received any. Have you witnessed it yourself? Yeah. What kind of things have you witnessed? Oh I don't even know where to start Um, like Chloe was saying messages like have you drink will you drink bleach or like relentless relentless bullying about why someone doesn't deserve an opportunity they would have received or when are they going to end their own life that they're sick of watching them online and People are just like I said. There's no empathy. There's no. They're relentless. Um, and do you think that there should be more tightening up? Because that's another thing that was suggested, separate from this suggestion of Caroline's law. Um, people are saying that maybe the hosters, you know, of sites yeah. like the Instagrams, the yeah. t- Twitters, and all that, should. Uh, be more transparent about who the posters are. You know, people can, anybody can set up a Twitter account yeah. and make up your own name. You could do the same with Instagram or Facebook. You could set up 10 accounts. And that there should be more transparency and people should have to own their comments. 100%. I think, I think out of everything, that's something that definitely should come into effect. I think, because like I said earlier, behind every account is a person. And if you're willing to write something, why can't you accept, why can't you own what you've wrote? Stop hiding behind this account that has no content, has no profile picture, barely has a name, but you're still willing to abuse someone. And yeah, your information isn't there to abuse someone, but people are still taking that your comment that you would have wrote. It's hurting them personally. And that's why I do think people should be able to put a name and a face to someone who is online trolling them. What they do after that is their own decision, but I I 100% agree that there should be um, validation or registration or a copy or a passport or something to each count. What's your own feeling? Is this like a blip? I mean, a news story that, you know, in six months' time will have forgotten about our outrage and our disgust and things will be go back to normal? Or do you think something will actually change? Do you think um, the tabloid newspapers might take a different approach or that the likes of Facebook or Instagram yeah. or Twitter might change how they do things. I really think this is a turning point. Um, I think it's, and uh, what I'm about to say mightn't sound the best, but I think if it was anyone else, it wouldn't be a turning point. Caroline was at the top of her career game. She was hosting the most popular show in Europe, basically. See, I'm a lot older than you are, right? Yeah. And I remember 
Princess Diana's death. I know. Okay. Yeah. And I remember everybody swearing they'd never buy Hello magazine or OK magazine again. Six because months later. Because as far as they were concerned, the paparazzi had killed Diana because certainly there was a role to play 100%, there. But then, yeah. you know, they felt a little bit better when they found out the driver had had a few drinks. Ah, maybe it was his fault. I can still buy my magazines. And, you know, a lot of yeah. people said they just weren't going to buy those magazines. And I, I think they did have a dip in sales for possibly a few weeks. Yeah. And then life returned to normal. I think it's a little bit different this time um, because of social media people you can't forget things now like uh, it can be a phase if that makes sense where it's the head of every headline and it's trending now that it's gonna ha it's gonna change there's gonna be a difference but i do think this time around there's something's gonna change okay. it mightn't be to the degree that we would hope for but i do think every step forward is better than a step backwards um and that's the way we have to look at it so if this if everyone supporting this can prevent this happening again to one more person. I think we're doing a lot better than sitting down and doing absolutely nothing about it. All right. Neve Webb O'Rourke, 35.9. That's 40,000, isn't it? More yeah. or less. 40,000 followers. That's some following you've got there, isn't it? It's a bit mad, to be fair. I just, I'm a country girl. Like, I don't see... I just see a number. I don't see You're it. You're a country that girl, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell the <laughs> listeners. I asked her during the break what colour did she was a Massey Ferguson and she didn't know, <laughs> so she's not that country. Nia Weber Rourke, it's been lovely chatting to you on the programme this morning. Much for Thanks me. very much for joining us on Limerick Today. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.